and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Welcome back for another review of All That Film. Uh, today we're going to be talking Smile and uh, some more specific new horror stuff. We're joined with Todd and Riley. Welcome. Woo. Hello. Hello. First time, first time guest of the pod, Riley. Uh, we're we're expanding the Toddcast even more. Uh, you've been on the the good boys at at Big Screen Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's so. true. So just to put get it out of the way because this is all right. This is my son. We it's the fir- it's the first right right right. Just, it's just to be ahead of it. Yes, we know nepotism wins again. Yes. Um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, so we're joined together because specifically uh, Todd and and his son Riley. I brought out the red carpet for both of them uh, to see a two day early access uh, to Smile. Yes. Um, did they did they include the massaging of the feet that I paid for? Was that at y'all's screening or Riley? Did you get your feet massaged? I don't remember. Honestly, the movie might have been too distracting. I can't. I can't really remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Hey, we may have gotten it or may not have. You may have. You may have wasted you know, their I money. Just, yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure I, I, we got what we paid for. Um, if we didn't, can so we get I, refunds? <laughs> I guess. How was you know? You guys have been to early uh, screenings of stuff before. Was it pretty packed at, at Smile? Go ahead. Not really. <laughs> really yeah it wasn't it was pretty like i would say it was about 50 percent capacity that's surprising because normally those early because you saw the black phone two months ago in the same way right that was a weird one though where that was a corporate event that i randomly got included in the last minute but yeah (laughs) but that was packed yeah this was not packed no Right, that's interesting to me because all the ones I think the the only ones I've been to, um, I mean the best one so far is uh, because I I looked up the cast I knew that they were showing Knives Out under an untitled name, sure, um, a couple months before, and I told my friends I was like, look, I don't like we should go to this. This movie's going to be huge. And then after we saw it, I was like, yeah, that movie's going to be such a big hit. And they were like, I don't know. And then. Uh, we're here now, but the only other ones I can think of are we saw the Lego Movie two, okay, um, a week before everyone, and that was pretty uh, packed and, and busy. But um, we got a couple of questions that that I had written down. One because um, we have Todd and and his son Riley, and of course myself somewhere in the middle of that. So if anything, we're like the three bears in the Goldilocks story. That's right. Uh, one's too old. One's uh, too young, and I am your host, just right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be sharing like a bunch of different perspectives of horror and uh, the medium. Todd and, and Riley are probably way more familiar than I, but I have I have tried my best uh, getting more into probably my what was at one point one of my lowest watched uh, genres. So real quick, first uh, the month of October just started, October first. Mm-hmm. Woot woot. Um, what is y'all's favorite horror movie to watch specifically for October? Doesn't have to be one. We can, can name as many as you want. My, my go-to is Scream. 
okay. I've, I've watched that probably every year since uh, since watching it the first time. Absolutely. But what what picks do y'all do y'all have coming to mind? Well, Riley, go ahead. Does anything jump into your mind first? Um, I mean, it's pretty basic, but any of the Halloween movies are are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we talking resurrection, right? Um, mm, not what I was thinking. Mm. Which one? That is a uh, <laughs> hot take. I like. I like uh, all of them. I, I dig Halloween Resurrection. Um, but uh, wait. Well, what are your some of your favorite Halloweens? Do you remember? Probably like uh, one and two. I like H two O a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think I've seen the third. I've seen the third one once, and I did like that, even though it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. We tend. What about the the new iterations of Halloween, Riley? Are you pro, anti? I liked the 2019 or the 2018 one better than the newest one, but I didn't think it was bad. And I mean, I'm we're definitely seeing the one that's going to come out next. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's an obligation at this point. Um, yes. For <laughs> Todd and Rich's podcast. Yes. <laughs> Um, for me, well, I love watching uh, Halloween with Riley every year. And then, though, I gotta say, you gotta watch Trick or Treat at some point. That movie is fantastic and like the perfect kind of spooky Halloween film. Um, and then mm-hmm. I tend to eventually get to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I watched today. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I go. That's a. I go. I go pretty obsessive during Halloween season. So you know, Hooptober, which was yep. uh, the thirty-four film scavenger hunt. I finished it by September twenty-fifth. <laughs> <laughs> and I just oh, keep watching man. horror films. So that's a little crazy. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real quick, because. You know, Todd is the euphoria, uh, the horror aficionado um, of the podcast. Probably, I think him, Matthew, and I might be leaving someone out, but mm-hmm. um, I have a couple of horror movies that I have on my watch list for this month. You yay or nay if they're a priority? Are you ready? Okay. Possessor. Oh, for me, yay. Uh, the crap. Well, what about you, Riley? You saw uh, the Possessor. Yeah, I, I like Possessor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possessor's good. The Craft is a yay for me. What about you, Riley? Riley? Have you seen The Craft? Uh, which isn't there? An, isn't there two? Yeah, but we the original one, the one with the original one was great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I assume that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another big one. Uh, phenomena. Oh, Riley may have to slaughter his dad symbolically here um, because I love Phenomena. I don't know if he liked it or not, though. <laughs> I liked it. It was just very weird, and it kind of, I don't know. It's not my type of movie, but I did like it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, and then the only other major one, I mean, I have a, a ton that are on here, but uh, I have never seen Carrie. Oh, well, Carrie's awesome. It's, it's you're just obligated to watch that uh, right yeah <laughs> that that's one of the ones that's uh gonna happen a couple of the other ones that that uh may be thrown in the rotation uh nicholas cage's vampire's kiss uh the new suspiria let the right one in a girl who uh or a girl walks home uh alone at night 
Um, a lot of good ones on my on my slate. You just um, mentioned a bunch of really good films, so I hope you have a chance to watch all of them. I don't feel comfortable telling you to get rid of any of them. I will say the highest rated of all those films is Let the Right One In for me. I, I nice. like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have that one. Uh, that actually might be in one of my storage boxes at the moment. So, I think you specifically um, will like that too. So that, that's nice. not even just my most favorite. It's one that I think you would like the most of those. Interesting. Um, but that moves on to uh, a, a different question. Okay. Um, what is the poss- What has the best possibility for the horror movie for Riley's uh, generation? So Todd, you being uh, the, the one with the most knowledge in time, uh, you've seen a lot of horror movie, you know, icons, staples uh, that that people cling to in a certain generation. You know, you've seen the Halloweens, you've seen the screams, the maybe even someone would probably want to throw out with people like young adult people, hereditary. But um, Riley, is there one that comes to mind in like y'all's age range uh, that would be like the the horror movie so far? Honestly, I would say like Midsummer. Okay, interesting. Because gotcha. I've seen a lot of, I've, I have a lot of, I know a lot of people who love that movie. Yeah, I, I was wondering if like Hereditary and in Midsummer would be like the the it's so facto horror that people point to, um, just because they've they've gained like a lot of popularity with younger generations. Obviously, like they they. Uh, brought the term elevated horror into more like of a popular which by the way um i was watching scream five or the reboot reboot cool or whatever (laughs) and they mentioned the the elevated horror thing at the start i thought it was pretty funny um yeah i guess that's true because i think ari aster has this sweet spot where he's like in between robert eggers is like almost unapproachable for some people where like Ari Aster has that sweet spot between like art and approachability where like, I think, I think his movies are going to resonate and that. Yeah. Right. I I think the only thing that has worked like besides people that, you know, aren't as big on uh, his films. I think one of the things that hurt Aster at first is hereditary was kind of at least from what people told me. I'm not a big trailer guy. Um, is that movie was pitched as more of a like maybe a Blumhouse style horror movie or like a traditional sure. horror thing? And then when it was more uh, drama focused and a decent amount of it, I think some people were disappointed. Um, which is definitely not the case now. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> that's like Rotten Tomatoes people that are like, how is this at 89 percent? Todd, is there one, you know, how do you feel if if Riley's generation is is picking Midsummer as their go-to? Like if instead of a, a a high school graduation song, there's like kids five years from now are watching Midsummer to graduate. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, <laughs> so 
sorry. That's such a weird way to word that, but I love it. Uh, it yeah, I think, um, I think I'm okay with that. I initially had struggled with Midsummer, but that's because admittedly I hate long movies in the theater. Uh, and so since I've had the chance to like live with it at home, I I've grown to really love that film. And I do, I do get it. It's got those weird parts that can imprint on a generation. And so I kind of understand what Riley's saying. I do wonder, can I throw this name out as a dominant director and you tell me, Riley, what people... Because, wait, wait, hey, can we roughly uh, say what Riley's age is? Is that fine with you? Because it's fine with me. Okay, yeah. So, Riley, you're 15. You're, you know what I mean, like, in high school. Um do people in your school like jordan peele yes i would say so okay could you see could I, you see him having a lasting you? impact yes i i think so i i actually i had like a little list and nope and us were both on there Ooh, what else is on I the list feel like yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm curious real quick uh-huh. i i know this is so silly but like do y'all watch get out in october no I don't think of it as like an option. Okay, I don't either. That's yeah. why I was at, like, that's not, you know, the, the film's great. I'm not trying to uh, say anything, but um, it is interesting because it's it's a different kind of horror. And because it was released in, I think, like January, um, for whatever reason, that, that's a, I don't know why that wasn't immediately in my mind. There's probably a ton of people that are uh, clamoring for Jordan Peele. Here is my question. So I have, I have two that I was curious about. Um, one, I was wondering if this is this matters less uh, to younger people because it's drawing on uh, '80s n- nostalgia. But the first It film, how is that? What are how how are we feeling about the first It film? Like the one that the not like the old version, right? Like the no, 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 not the made the made for TV movie, the 2017 one. Oh yeah, people in my generation love that movie. I, that was on my list too, actually, because there's still a huge like fan base for that. Nice. That that's is good to, good to know. Um, <laughs> that's the one that I thought I was like, maybe that could be like, if we're talking like blockbustery. Mm. Um, yeah, that's definitely one of them. But Jordan Peele could definitely have one like five years from now that um, the other one that I was going to mention, and this is a little weird um, because it's not a movie. Um, he, he does have movies, but I was wondering if uh, Mike Flanagan is a name that gets thrown around like with people that really love horror in y'all's like age group. He has a ton of the I Netflix shows. Haunting do of Hill House. I not know who that is. Uh, Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor. Oh. Um, Midnight Mass. He did uh, Dr. Sleep and Gerald's Game. Um, Honestly, I think that is more, I don't think that's my age group's range as much. Okay, this probably. Because I have point. almost. <laughs> no, I don't think any of my friends have ever watched those. I've watched Midnight Mass, but I watched it with my dad. So. Gotcha. Okay, I was just wondering because he. It, it's weird to me that um, we have these three. Well, I consider them three. Maybe <laughs> people don't include the third one. We have these three dudes at a twenty-four. Um, Eggers, you know, Bobby Eggs, Ari Aster, and then Trey Edward Schultz, who like specialize in horror uh trey edward schultz newest film is less so uh but even the northman's less so and then you have jordan peele 
And then the only person that I could name besides that is probably Flanagan that deserves a, a mention in terms of directors in the horror space. Todd, is there someone else? Obviously the the young Cronenberg. Yeah, um, he's like the I've heard he's great the things like so far. Exciting outlier right now that like everyone's got their hopes invested in. Brandon. What has he made? Possessor. Hmm. And um, I'm blanking on his other film, but there's a cult following for it as well. Mm. But I loved Possessor. So what I don't know is if it's like a older style, like Mike Flanagan's work has so many like long reflective essays about the pains of adulthood. Right, right. That it's just hard for me to picture, like, high schoolers sinking their teeth into it. Yeah, you know, that's probably um, not a good call on me. I'm wondering if, like, do you think Lindsay would say, like, Flanagan might be... Oh, Lindsay would say Flanagan, yeah. Okay, that, that's why I was, one, like, I, I was bringing that up because I thought it was an interesting uh, layer to this uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. discussion. Absolutely. Are there any Are there any other... Oh, um, you know... <laughs> I would have said this person, but now they're they're not doing a horror movie with their third film. Um, but Nia DaCosta's Candyman uh, is that, or I guess how, that's a good one that I, I haven't watched the original Candyman. That's probably one I'll get to this October. Um, Riley, have you seen the new Candyman? I've not. No. Oh, okay, interesting. Wait, I thought you did see it with me. No. Mm-mm. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just but curious I, I like like if, that, if that got to younger generation and, and that was their new like horror. Because that one is like a, you know, retreading of an old horror classic. I'm trying to think of any Ooh. others before we go um, to the Smile review. But One thing yeah. I did, uh, one, another movie I had was like Lighthouse. Okay. Which I haven't met that many people who have seen it, but I just know that all of the young people, most of the young people who have seen it that I know are, like, obsessed with it. So, um, so I would I say, not, like... I am not oh, the biggest uh, pro The Lighthouse, but mm. speaking to the young people, there was a guy <laughs> that uh, we got out of it, and I was a little, like, I was a little indifferent. I was still uh, getting, my, getting my feel for it. Uh, and this, mm. maybe this clouded my judgment a little bit. Um, my two friends went to the bathroom and this guy who was working at the movie theater, probably late teenager. Um, he's like, so what did you think, man? And I was like, I don't know. Like some of the genre stuff didn't jive with me. It was a little all over the place. He was like, that's the thing, man. It's not supposed to be like conventional confines or like he said something that was like fake deep. <laughs> like you don't get it, dude. Um, <laughs> so that was my first like i hadn't even talked to my friends about the movie it was just this guy being sure. like no nah, man you don't get the lighthouse um major plot uh, to be that was me <laughs> that would be funny, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um. no i was actually forced to watch the lighthouse by my dad but i ended up liking it nice yeah nice it was one of the occasionally I have films that I just eventually bully him and wear him down into watching, and you know that was he one. will watch over and over again. Like <laughs> yeah. he must have watched it like at least five times before I ended up watching it. Um, then I guess I guess that leads perfectly into um, what are you know we have 
the familiar familial ties here um mm-hmm. what are horror movie tastes the the two of y'all have are there any big disagreements uh on horror films y'all have seen are there do y'all have a lot of the same opinions uh go for it one jumps to mind but i don't know if riley's gonna bring it up you can bring it up Riley's obsessed with demonic possession movies. Oh yeah, I like those. Even like horrible ones. So I like a lot them. of time a lot of times when we're looking for films, Riley will be like, How about this? It's a demonic it's a demonic possession film rated 1.8 on Letterboxd. <laughs> and we'll like say that with like excitement and like yeah. so... <laughs> I just find demonic movies fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a difference. That's a difference. I like older movies than he does. That's definitely yeah. one. I like to watch like newer stuff way more. Yeah, gotta watch those, you know, 2022 1.8 films on Letterboxd. Yes. Knock them out. <laughs> uh, just curious because I believe this is demonic uh, and this is a film that I have seen. Uh, Riley, have you seen the new The Lazarus Effect? I have not, the... no. Okay. It is a 2.1 on Letterboxd, so Perfect it seems range. like you have something you can you can watch after this. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, so uh, y'all have fun with that. It is one of uh, the one of the worst horror movies I've seen. <laughs> the New Lazarus Effect. Okay, and it's actually called the New Lazarus. No, effect? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just called the Lazarus <laughs> Effect. I okay. feel like I may have seen the first one. Wait, I think we saw this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think we saw it. I think it's a Blumhouse film. The twenty fifth oh, the one from twenty fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I th- yeah, I think we have seen that. Yep, we saw this together. Todd, it features a dog. Yeah. Todd, Actually, I assume I don't you think gave I this... like this one that much. <laughs> Todd, did I you give this... this five stars? I gave this two stars, okay. but I remembered it, and that's something. Well, I feel. Oh yeah, because Mark Duplass was in it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a really weirdly stacked cast for how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Evan Peters, jeez. Yeah, I think Evan Peters was in it for like two seconds, if I recall. Um, it's, it's also funny because it's only eighty-three minutes long. Right. Which is like, right. that's what you know. Well, because Riley and I went through a phase where we would just go to Blumhouse's production page on Letterboxd and just watch the next most popular one we had never seen. And so we've delved pretty deep into some trash in Blumhouse. And that yeah. was one of them. Yeah. So, Riley, are there any, are there any uh, Todd horror things that you can think of like the the things that he goes the demonic films for you equivalent for todd is there one that sticks out like that he likes a lot more than i do yeah besides old movies i guess Mm. Um. (laughs) i mean he just likes weirder movies todd does love weird movies that is weird (laughs) movies with weird vibes (laughs) i would say um We both like foreign films, but he watches more foreign films than I do. But otherwise, I can't think of too much. I don't yeah, know. He might, he might think, know some. 
I think Phenomena is a good example of a yes. film where I'm obsessed with it and Riley got out of it and was like, yeah, okay. I, you know, like Argento in general, I think the same thing happened with Suspiria where he was just kind of like, okay, yeah, that was pretty good. Movies like that um, sometimes just make me want to fall asleep. <laughs> Which is not an insult to the movie, that's just how I feel. Sure. No, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, so that would be a difference, probably. Yeah. Sure. I'm trying to think of the weirdest horror movie I've seen. Re- there was one that came to mind. Um, oh, wait, Riley, did you like Houseu? Huh? Houseu? House? Yeah, I loved House, yeah. Oh, okay. I so, do like weird yeah. movies. It's just there's a certain type of weird movies with like a very dull just glaze over it, it feels like. That I don't like those yeah. ones that much, but I do like weird movies. I don't think you like Giallo. I think is uh, uh, basically like what it is. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, before we get into Smile, um, and this is this is actually going to segue perfectly into this. But uh, Riley, are you also obsessed for no uh, good reason uh, with the Purge films, like your father is? Yes, I love the Purge. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. they're great. <laughs> we've watched the series together <laughs> awesome wow we watched um, it yeah we watched we gotta watch the second season eventually riley can you rank the purge films just from memory oh i can very quickly while you think about it here you mm. go folks here's what you got to do for halloween you got to go one then you gotta go i think two then five, then four, then three. That's my take. Numbers they are, I just remember the main plot. Well, what's so your I, favorite one? Probably the first one. Okay. And then I like, election, I like election Year a lot. Yeah. Anarchy yeah. might be one of my least favorite. I, I really dig Anarchy. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Huh? Yeah, and then Anarchy's I like, I did really like well the regarded in the... In the Purge community, there's dozens of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's the fourth one again? The fourth one first is called purge. the first purge. I like I like that one a lot. It goes first purge and then the last purge. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I'm I'm not good at ranking stuff like that, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but that segues in perfectly because uh, I think I know the answer to this question. Uh, but this will open up the smile discussion. So obviously Todd and, and Riley saw smile. Um, Todd, do you think smile has a chance of being the next purge? And uh, what are your thoughts on this film? I will let you all have the floor. You won't hear much of me after this. Um, well, hey, you should ask questions at least. But like, uh, at least at the beginning. Um, so I think... If I would love to see sequels to this film, um, it was it was like a movie that was like two thirds attempting to be it follows and one third the best parts of Blumhouse. Yeah, that's kind of how I that's kind of how I viewed this film. Um, is it just had this vibe that really worked for me uh for the most part and i was shocked because 
Riley and I, and he can confirm, would like laugh at this trailer. And we were so excited to see it when you got us these tickets because we thought it was going to be this ridiculous, hopefully historically bad movie. And then I started watching it and I don't know, it just, my mind changed. I don't know. What did you think, Riley? Feel like, I agree. And I feel like some of the advertising probably it was intentionally made to look bad. So people mm-hmm. would go see it to think it was going to be bad. And then it ended up being a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the trailers, I don't know. I'm on, I watch TikTok. I don't, I don't post anything. But um, there were a lot of ads for it on TikTok. And they were just, they were even worse than the movie trailers. Well, also, famously, um, at one of the baseball games, yes. I guess, they yes. paid people to just smile in the background. But That's, like, my, was, yeah. my question for that is if... Were you were people told at the game that they were paid to do that? I don't. Know. I don't know. No, I hope I just, not. It's yeah, that, really that advertising is such an interesting strategy. No, I think you're right. And and what I'm really interested on on this idea uh, that you brought up, Riley, is do you think it's easier to sell a bad horror movie? like a, a fun bad horror movie time that people have, like a Ready or Not. You know, that's that's what when Todd and Ridge, Rich infam- infamously had this argument about this. Uh, a lot of people call this like Ready or Not too. You know, these bad horror movies that were like, oh man, that was so fun seeing it in the theater. Like, uh, um, what's the one? Slender Man. Uh, what's the dig on multiverses? Uh, Todd, help me out. <laughs> people <laughs> think Ready Wish or Not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, <laughs> Riley. Think, there's a whole different universe. Yeah. Do you oh, think no. it's, it's advantageous to like it was advantageous for them to sell this as something worse than it was? Because I've I've just going off the two of y'all. It's interesting that both of y'all are uh, surprised that it it wound up being a pretty solid film uh, relative to the to the marketing. Yeah. It's hard to Wait. say too because like we go and see most movies. So we'd go and see it even if however it was marketed probably. But that's true. We do, especially if it's horror. I, but what do you think about this question, Riley? So the question is basically like, do you think do you think they were they wanted people to come and think it was a dumb movie? That that was the like sell of the movie? Yeah, honestly, probably. Because it was, the trailers were so much different than the actual movie. And I feel like that is how it is a lot of the time, but they were very different. Well, because talk about the crowd we had. Oh, yeah. So there was a lot of things that happened in our crowd, but a lot of people just seemed to be confused and they couldn't accept that it wasn't a stupid Blumhouse movie. And they kept laughing like the whole movie at parts that were not very funny. And <laughs> it was very weird. Actually, because- I've, I found that in the horror genre, that's the, it has the most variety. Cause for both, both my, this, and again, this could be uh, some of my problems with these movies for both hereditary and specific, like Midsummer, the first time I saw it was in a theater that was, like laughing at it like it was a Blumhouse movie. And I was like, man, what is good? And like that movie, a lot of people say, like maintain, like Midsummer's pretty funny. Um, so, you know, maybe that's up for debate. Now, but... 
I get laughing at Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Riley's talking about like it was almost like they were like so invested in the idea of it being a movie you laugh at that they were looking at any excuse for a possible laugh. Right, right. And it was it was it was funny. So I think it goes to your point, hey, about like how this was marketed personally. You know, uh, but yeah. Um it was it was an interesting movie. I don't know if we want to go into. Do you just want this to be very vague, or did uh, you want us? To I guess I have a couple other questions I can I can prod y'all with before. Um, Perfect. So I forget if this one's Blum is Escape Room Blumhouse or no. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, some of the previous I'm gonna look up Blumhouse pictures, but some of the last Blumhouse films. How does this compare? Well, this isn't. Okay, but yeah, you know that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is... Uh, Escape Room is not Blumhouse. This is so much more serious than normal Blumhouse films, yeah. which are very kind of... And I don't get me wrong, I we, we've done a deep dive on Blumhouse. I, I love what Blumhouse attempts to do, but this looks like a Blumhouse film, but isn't one at all. It really is more like... An it follows style film, mm-hmm. and that yeah. intrigues me um, because some of the more recent Blumhouse, I, I think Blumhouse is kind of open to expanding their choices because their their group of films this year is uh, the Black Phone, Vengeance, Halloween Ends. They're going to have later this year, um, and I I do think they are trying to be because I, I I think having all those quick and uh, easy horror movies that people have come to know them for is a great start, but they're sort of like, okay, well we had this movie get out that we trusted this director. He made a great film and then it made a lot of money and got like Oscar acclaim uh, and all this stuff. And I'm curious if maybe it's that mixed with like the a 24 in quotes, elevated horror stuff that, Mm-hmm. Made them think, okay, we can still make the bad ones, but like we can make like these can be good too if we want. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I think, um, yeah, it's just it's got a unique vibe to it, and I, I enjoyed it. What, what, what were your other questions before I, I say what I, I generally wanted to say? Uh-huh. My other question was, have you seen uh, Fantasy Island? <laughs> <laughs> so I almost feel, and, and this is a question because I haven't seen the movie, um, but I almost feel like Fantasy Island is trying to be a serious <laughs> movie briefly. Um, and that was kind of my problem with it is it didn't fully commit to this outrageous uh, fun thing like a bad horror movie whereas this seems like it at least acknowledges like what type of film it is um no this is um it has a touch of tongue-in-cheek humor to it but it's a it's a film about trauma like uh but like real trauma and whether it does it well or not is up to interpretation but it's definitely going for like um like a s- 
two-thirds drama-based dramedy. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. I don't know about you, Riley. What did you think about it? Smile? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought it was... They weren't. They made some jokes, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a movie based around it being stupid jokes. Yeah. Gotcha. Then that's that's pretty much all I have. If y'all want to jump into spoilers, I can head out of here. Okay. Do you want to do like two minutes of spoilers, Riley, and then uh, we'll move on? Sure. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. Before we get to that, what would uh, Todd and Riley? What would you give this out of ten? Oh, almost forgot. I gave, <laughs> I gave this. Okay, I would give this a seven point eight out of ten. Give it a six point five. Okay, nice. Then, uh, yep. if you haven't seen Smile, uh, don't stick around unless you don't care about spoilers. But otherwise, Todd and Riley, you have the floor. Okay. So now that we're in spoilers, the basic premise of this film, which isn't fully 100% spoiled, but the, and you know what I mean in the trailers, but mm-hmm. the basic premise of this film is you have to see somebody get traumatically killed and then this monster starts to haunt you. And the monster's yeah. smile based and is like creepy. Did mm-hmm. you like the basic premise of this film once you started to dig into it, Riley? Yes, I, I did like it. It looked a bit stupid from the trailers, but it ended up being pretty creepy once you found out, like, what the... It wasn't just something that just randomly happened to a person. It actually had, like, reason for it, which made it yeah, more yeah. interesting. Yeah, right? Like, because you've seen It Follows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it ha- it's kind of got, like, an It Follows virus following to it. Yeah. But there's also this focus on trauma... Did you like the lead actress, Susie uh, Bacon? Yeah, I thought I thought she was pretty good. I haven't seen her in anything else, I don't think, but I liked her a lot in this. I had only seen her in one other film. She has to do a lot of, like, screaming and emotional yeah. work. <laughs> she had to do a lot of freaking out in this movie. <laughs> and just seeming like she was crazy. She really did. She really did. Um, but I think she does a good job. Like, if she doesn't want to do other work, I embrace her as a member of the horror community. Like, mm-hmm. she can do more horror films for me. I, yeah. I like her. I like her. Um, what did you think of the ending of this? The ending was it was very weird. And it did, it did have a good, like, little plot twist. Or just... Uh... Like, something that threw you off with the um, false, like, victory, I guess. Her, yes. like, getting out and getting rid of the smile. But, I mean, I kind of guessed that they were not going to, like, defeat the smile. <laughs> Cause exactly. Very I feel few like horror, yeah, very few horror films end with, like, a truly happy ending. <laughs> yeah, most of them at least have a little hint at the end where it's like, oh, the demon's still here. <laughs> Which this, it was just very, like, obvious. It wasn't even like, the main characters are happy now, but the demon's somewhere else. No, the demon just took over the main character's ex-boyfriend. Sure. Sure, I think that, like, um... In in the end, I I enjoyed uh, what happened. Like, I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the basic overall premise of this. I found the smiles creepy. That first 
kill is pretty creepy. I love the way they set it up. You know what the I mean? Girl, like, the girl in the um the office. Yes. Yeah, that was actually pretty creepy. They picked people who could smile pretty creepy, and that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just their casting list was just like, do you look weird when you smile? Come in. <laughs> Come do this for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, anything else spoilers wise? Hmm. Uh for anyone who doesn't like animal death. There is a cat oh. killed in this movie. Not yes. on screen though, but you do see a dead cat. You do see a dead cat. But also that sister, I'm just going to say was kind of a jerk. So she was. I'm not going to say like, she I get it. Coming, but like, you know, still like we gave your cat, we gave your kid a dead cat. It was an accident. It was an accident. He'll get, he'll get over it. Eventually. He'll get over it. Move cat though. <laughs> he was like seven. He'll he'll be fine. Eventually he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, it was an honor to do a podcast with you, son. And uh, yes, for. Um, uh, you know, on behalf of Hay and uh, Riley, I guess I'll say thank you on behalf of ATF and uh, good night. All right, let me see. I'll get Hay to come in. Okay. There's dogs watching me. There's dogs watching you? No, the dog that's recording. The little, oh. the little guy. Oh, interesting. I can't see him on my computer. Oh. It's just like the bot. I'd not no, lady isn't outside my window. Just staring. I would love that though. Wait, for real? Ladies outside of your window? No, staring? no, I think that's what no, I was saying she's not. Oh, okay. I would love that, but she's not. That would be great. Okay, I'm just gonna leave now. All right, yeah, yeah, have a good time. I'll wait for, uh, hey. Cool. All right, bye. I didn't realize the podcast would be that short. No, it's not like our podcast. Yeah, Yeah. because I was like, I thought it would be like an hour. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Well, thanks for coming on. You're the youngest member ever now of the ATF team. You did a good job. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're good at that stuff. You're very charming, Riley. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I did miss a couple. It's hard to like. When you just, I don't know, listening to you guys talk and then having to process what the question was is kind of hard. Yeah. Hey, well, Hay and I have been doing this together for like three years now. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm going to cut the grass one for you.
Wait, when are you gonna do it? Wake me up when you do it, if you do it early in the morning. Cause I gotta show you, I want you to go on a lower level on the grass, on the okay. lawn mower. I'll probably do it at like 10 maybe. Okay, well, just give me up. Okay. I mean, actually, yeah. Cause I, before I was having to do it like early cause it was hot, but now it's fine. So 10 to 11, I'll probably do it.